0: I'm Kellen at Rhymes with Melon, and you're listening to the Kellen It Podcast. whether it was with your significant other, yourself, your friends, your pets, your family, or whoever, honestly. I hope that you enjoyed the day and got to enjoy the weekend. I feel like we're at a really weird point in the year where I'm just exhausted. I feel like March is always my least favorite month of the year. Eh. Okay. Maybe October too, just because I hate Halloween and I hate scary things. And the entire month of October is filled with like scary commercials, scary movie trailers, all of that. So I also hate October, but March specifically has sucked for me a lot the last two years. Two years ago in March, a good friend passed away and then... Last year, 2020, as we all know, the pandemic really began in the U.S. at least in March. And so, yeah, I'm just not excited for this upcoming month. And I'm also just experiencing major quarantine fatigue. And I had talked about this briefly on my Instagram stories the other day. And I was surprised at how many people could relate to this and DM'd me about it because I was feeling like I was the only one going through these feelings. But then I remembered that we've been in this together for almost a year now, and it's totally normal to feel this way. So I'm just like tired all the time. And it's weird because I feel like Mondays and Tuesdays are great for me. I wake up early and I work out, I eat healthy all day. I'm on top of all of my things at work. I'm on top of all of my like brand emails, social media posts, all of that. But then starting on Wednesdays, I'm just like, bleh. Like the burnout begins and I'm either too tired or just sore from my other days of working out to actually get up early and work out. And at my full-time job, I feel like things just pick up more on Wednesdays and it just gets very busy. And I feel like I can't keep up with everything And then I'm working late because of that. And then all of a sudden it's 7 p.m. and I'm hangry and I'm just tired and unmotivated. And then it's like 10 p.m. and I just feel totally drained from the day. And I feel like I got nothing accomplished. So I guess I'm just not feeling like myself lately. And I mostly blame quarantine fatigue for that. So if you're feeling similarly, I just wanted to put that out there and let you know that you're not alone. Also, not going into politics, but after seeing the results of a recent Senate vote this weekend, i have just feeling very negative about our country again. Like, the election and Inauguration Day really gave me hope, and I'm still hopeful, but I'm also just frustrated by a lot of the things going on in the government And yeah, it's just frustrating and I'll leave it at that for now. I'm also in a weird boat where I'm just strained by quarantine, but like also low-key not wanting to go back to fully normal. Like the idea of going to a happy hour on a weeknight after work or going out on the weekends sounds exhausting to me right now just socializing in general sounds exhausting. Also, Zoom fatigue is so real. Like after sitting on Zoom calls all day at work, I am just exhausted. Just talking to people on a screen is exhausting. And I'm not sure how I'm gonna be able to go back to normalcy and being on all the time and going out and doing things. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that way. Maybe it's just me also being an antisocial person. Um, It also could be winter blues, I think, just because it's been so cold in New York City, like 20 degrees, which feels like 10 degrees or lower. And it's cloudy and gray all the time and snowing. And I'm just someone who needs sunshine to be in a happy mood. So I do think that I'm missing that sunshine and that's also affecting my mood and also the reason I don't really wanna go outside and do things. So luckily I am quarantining with Jake and he always knows how to boost my mood when I'm feeling down, usually with ice cream and quality time together. And if you listen to my last episode, then you know that Jake edits these podcasts. So hi, Jake. (laughs) Also, this is a new mic. I used it on the last episode with Jake, but it's kind of new still. So let me know what you think about the quality in the audio. I feel like this mic picks up a lot. So you can probably hear me breathe and stuff, which is weird. And I'm so sorry if I just put that in your head and you're going to notice that now, but... Just let me know how the audio sounds, I guess, if it sounds any different. I'm not sure. Okay, so I'll just go into my life updates since we're already talking about that. And since the last time we chatted, I have signed with a PR agency, which is kind of big news. As I mentioned earlier, I've just been struggling to have the motivation and time and energy to respond to my emails after work like my social media emails, like personal stuff after work. So I've decided to sign with a PR agency for the time being, just to have someone essentially take over my email for me. And they respond to brands. They organize my campaigns, organize all my emails. They pitch brands for me. And they have made my life such a breeze the last few weeks And this is kind of a test run. I figured I would sign for a few months and just see how it goes. I just really needed help right now because it's been so busy. And if I like it, I will continue doing it. And I guess the second life update, which isn't really that exciting, but I'm going to update you anyways, I treated myself to some self-care time. I feel like I never leave the apartment these days, mostly because it hurts my face and my fingers and my toes to actually be outside for longer than 10 minutes because it's so cold outside. But last weekend, I went to the Upper East Side by myself and just treated myself to a full day of self-care. So I went to this cute local boutique that I've always wanted to shop at, and I got a really cute sweater that's super soft and cozy, And then I went and got my monthly facial, which if you don't know, I get monthly facials at Glow Bar because it helps a lot with my acne. And also right now, my skin is just so dry from the cold weather. So that's been helping with my dry skin as well. And then after that, I went and got my eyebrows done at Bespoke Brows. Highly recommend them if you're in New York City. And then I just walked around my old neighborhood because I used to live there and went to the farmer's market that used to be on my street and just see all the familiar sites. And then I also went to Target. I mean, I feel like that's the best thing to do when you're having a me day. And I spent like 45 minutes walking around Target, looking at all the home decor and all of that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, sometimes I feel like a self-care day is just what you need when you're kind of in a funk. So that's what I did. And then this... Most recent weekend, I had my monthly photo shoot with my photographer, Shelly. She's amazing. And it was freezing outside as per usual, but we shot four looks, so four different outfits at four locations. And I'm just really excited for those photos. I feel like the outfits were really fun. I love the area we shot in and they looked really good from what she showed me like on her camera. So I'm sure they'll look even better once they're all edited. We also did a brand shoot for a company called Inked by Danny. It's a temporary tattoo brand. They're in Target and Ulta and a few other retailers. And I am obsessed. And actually, the founder, Danny herself, joined the photo shoot. So I got to meet her. She was so nice. Also so young. I think she said she was 27. And I was like, what? You have an entire established business and you're in major retailers? Like, that's amazing. So she was really cool. Highly recommend checking out their temporary tattoos. They're really trendy ones, like script. And like, I could totally see those being a real tattoo. So if you're maybe looking to get a tattoo one day and you just want to test out some scripty fonts and see how you feel about it, check out Inked by Danny. not an ad or anything. I just, I thought she was so sweet and now I'm just obsessed with her company. <laughs> and then let's see, we also are celebrating Valentine's Day. I'm recording this before Valentine's Day. So not 100% sure what we're doing because it hasn't happened yet, but I know that we're planning to take the day to relax and not do work things and just eat good food. I know we're going to be ordering takeout for, I think, brunch and dinner just because we don't really want to go out. It is like a pretty busy restaurant week, and they did recently open indoor dining again in New York. I think it opened literally this weekend So I just feel like it's gonna be kind of crowded at the restaurants since it's just opening and it's also Valentine's Day, which is always busy. And we don't really wanna do outdoor dining because we tried that like two weeks ago and it was freezing and we couldn't feel our toes. So I think takeout is what this year is gonna be for us. Also Valentine's Day is always our half month anniversary since we started dating on an August 14th. So this Valentine's Day will be four and a half years officially dating Jake. (laughs) And let's see. Another random update is I've been spending a lot of time on the app Clubhouse. There are so many cool people on there. It's been around for a while now. I think I've been on it for over a month. But I just think it's a really cool way to network and meet new people. It's kind of like... LinkedIn in a way where there's like a lot of professional people on there. But you basically just join rooms, like any room, you can just hop in and listen to these people chat. You can also get invited to speak in these rooms and actually say things. But I personally, for now, just like sitting in the rooms and listening to people. And it kind of gives me like podcast vibes, but in real time. And I love rooms where they talk about like manifestation or influencer tips, small business tips, positive mindsets, et cetera. Like all of that fun stuff I love. I think I'm actually gonna do a room with a couple New York City girls, I think this week, maybe this Monday when this podcast goes live. We're in the talks of that now. So I'm excited to actually join a room to chat for once for the first time and also just meet other New York City girls who also are involved on Instagram and social media and make new friends via Clubhouse. Okay, now you know my entire life update and my entire existence. And thank you for also being my therapist and letting me rant about my feelings earlier. (laughs) Time for a quote of the week. And I saw this quote actually a few times on a lot of my different friends' stories on Instagram this last week, and I just really related to it. And it was, she believed she could, but she was really tired, so she didn't. And I loved this. The original quote is, she believed she could, so she did, which is my usual motto. But as I mentioned, the last few weeks, I have been feeling very tired, and 2020 really taught me to rest and listen to my body and make that a priority, priority, so that's something that I'm taking with me for the rest of my life, and if I'm tired, I am not going to do it. I'm not going to go, so I hope that quote resonates with you, and that if you've been feeling similar to me, that you don't feel so alone anymore, and I'm just going to head into today's episode, and I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome this week. And I've been feeling it a lot lately, even though I'm not going to events and really doing anything in person. So it's kind of something recent and I'm not a fan of, and I didn't think I'd be feeling imposter syndrome while in quarantine, but I am. So we're going to talk about that today. So what is imposter syndrome? On Google, it says that it is a psychological pattern in which an individual Doubts, their skills, their talents, or accomplishments, and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. I hope that made sense. And a lot of people struggle with this, and I go in waves with this pending the situations. So I was actually going to do this episode and talk about my experience in the fashion industry, how I became an assistant buyer just how I got my job, all of my internships, my tips, et cetera. But I just got so in my own head about it. Like, I feel like I've been working in the real world for two and a half years, which is not a long time. So like, who am I to give advice on it? And obviously I'm not an expert and I haven't figured out corporate life still. So why should I talk on it as if I know it very well? Because I don't. And that is imposter syndrome. I felt like I wasn't qualified enough to talk on my own experiences. Like, what? I wasn't going to like talk as if I was a CEO of a company. I was just going to talk about my own experiences, but I still got in my own head about it and doubted myself and felt like an imposter, honestly. And I do still want to do that episode because I know there are college students who tune into this that are studying fashion and they want to know how I got to be an assistant buyer and what steps I took to get here. So I will be doing that episode because I know that it could help someone out there. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to do it. But that was just an example of how I've been feeling imposter syndrome lately. And I think a lot of us feel this way in certain situations, especially. Another example I can think of is when I first started my corporate job here in New York City as an assistant buyer. And I had been an assistant buyer at a different company before this, but when I first started here, I still felt like such an imposter. I felt like I didn't know anything and that I was dumb and that I didn't belong. And looking back now, I know that it was just how I felt starting at a new company in a new city state and not knowing anyone. And now that I've gone through training and I've been working there for over two years, I do not feel that way anymore. But at the time, I was so stressed out about it. And I remember there was one night I went home to Brooklyn after work because I was living in Williamsburg at that time in a sublease. Jake wasn't even in New York City yet. This is when I first moved out here. And I just cried because I felt like I made a major mistake moving for a job that I felt totally useless in. And mind you, it had only been like three weeks, so I wasn't really supposed to know anything yet. (laughs) So if you're a new grad or a college student and you ever feel that way, just know that you are not alone. Humans overthink and we tend to criticize ourselves so much. And that is where imposter syndrome tends to come from. Another example I can give, this one's interesting. I felt major imposter syndrome at a event that I got invited to from a PR agency. This was, let's see, fashion week, September of 2019, like the last big fashion week before the pandemic. I guess there was that February before the pandemic really started, but September is usually the bigger fashion week. So September of 2019, I got invited to a really big and exclusive party, but I could not bring a plus one. So I was super doubting it and being like, I shouldn't go. Like, I don't know how to go to a party by myself with all these important people. But at the same time, I was like, this is such a cool opportunity and I'll probably never get to go to something like this again. And I was right because the pandemic happened. I don't know what fashion week is going to look like after this, but anyways, The party was hosted by IMG Models, which is a big modeling agency in New York, Elle Magazine, and then Tresemme, like the hair company. And it was pretty exclusive, so I just could not say no. So I went by myself, not knowing anyone, and I immediately felt like such an imposter. Like, the people at this party were the supermodels walking the New York Fashion Week runways, major influencers like Tezza, who I got to meet and she was super sweet, but like a lot of these major influencers were there that were very intimidating to me. And just all sorts of people in the industry, like photographers and creative directors and such. I actually met Matt James, the current bachelor there at that party. So this party at the entrance point had a red carpet entrance, like once you got in the building. So I walked inside and I just avoided that whole area. But then someone who was working the event was like, hey, like, we want you to walk this red carpet with everyone else. So they had me go in line to walk the red carpet. And I was behind Nina Garcia, and she is the editor-in-chief of Elle magazine, if you don't know. She is very well known, and especially at this event, since it was co-hosted by Elle magazine, So she's like walking down the red carpet and all the photographers know her name and are like yelling at her and taking a bajillion photos. The flash is going crazy. And then little me was next up. So I start walking. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Photographers are taking their photos just because they took photos of everyone that walked on that carpet. And then one of them was like, what's your name? And I was like, oh, uh, Kellen McMullen. And I said it like with a question mark at the end kind of. And in that moment, I just felt like such an imposter because I was behind of all people, Nina Garcia, who everyone knew. And obviously they had never heard of me or seen me before. And yeah, that was probably my biggest imposter syndrome moment to date. (laughs) So I guess what I'm saying is that just know that Feeling like you don't belong somewhere or aren't qualified to be there is totally normal. Everyone experiences it at some point, whether or not they admit to it. And also, even if you're not physically somewhere, like at an event, you can still feel this. Like, I remember being in college and applying to jobs and looking through the requirements and how they wanted several years of experience and this and that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am not qualified for this position. They'll just laugh at me like I shouldn't even apply, even though they were looking for graduating seniors. And I had done two internships in this field and I was graduating top in my major. And I still felt like I wasn't qualified, even though I actually stood a pretty good chance at landing an interview. So just know this is totally normal. So let's say that you have imposter syndrome. Now what? There are a lot of ways you can go about this and so many things you can do. There's a bunch of YouTube videos, TED talks. You could talk to a therapist about it, all sorts of things. Um, I'll just share what has worked for me personally. So the first thing is I figure out that I'm feeling that way and identify what it is that's making me feel like I'm an imposter And then after that, I tell someone about it, and it's usually a You, I think it's important that you tell someone who knows you very well and is supportive because they'll be able to remind you of your worth and help you see that you're probably the only one thinking these things and that you're just being very critical of yourself and overthinking it. And then the third thing I like to do is just think about all of the things I've accomplished that have brought me to that moment. So that could be like projects in school that I did really well on or certain brand collabs that got me to this point or just networking with people, um, getting good grades, getting positive feedback from people, just my job experiences that got me here, et cetera. Whatever it is, it depends on the situation. And if you need to, you can write those down and keep that in a journal so it's easy for you to access if you're ever feeling like this. And just remember how proud you were of yourself when you accomplished those things. And also just remember how it felt to be confident in those achievements. If you know anything about the law of attraction or manifestation, just like bringing yourself to that vibration level and just feeling confident and that you can do anything, That actually does manifest really good things into your life and matches your energy level. So just relish in that feeling of feeling confident and happy and proud. Another tip is to think about all of the people that have gotten you to where you are now. So if it's something related to work, think about the HR person who hired you. If it's something with school, think about the professor that gave you that good grade on your project If it's getting invited to an event that you don't think you belong at, think about that contact who invited you and how you built that relationship with them over the past few months. And would you doubt those people? Probably not. And do you think that they made a mistake by helping you get to where you are now? Because no, they did not make a mistake. Those people are very competent at what they do And if you're doubting yourself, you're doubting them too. And my last tip is to take a look at your language and how you're saying things and just be aware of it. I am very guilty of saying things like, oh, that just might be me or, oh, does that make sense? Or saying things with like a question mark at the end. Like I said earlier, when that photographer was like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, Kellen McMullen, like, That's just my name. I shouldn't be saying that like a question. That actually hurts my self-confidence, even if I'm not aware of it at that moment. And so I guess my biggest tip here is fake it till you make it. So even if you don't have confidence in the moment, just say things confidently and talk about yourself so highly and talk as if you've accomplished everything in the world and that you are hot shit. (laughs) Sorry if you're a little kid or if you have little kids by you. I don't usually swear. I regret that. (laughs) But you get the point. Just talk about yourself very confidently. So I hope that maybe one of those tips can help you if you're ever feeling this way. And just know it's normal. Also, I wanted to add that in my research on this, in several articles online, they said that the most successful people are most likely to struggle with imposter syndrome. And there are so many stories of celebrities, doctors, professors, CEOs, et cetera, who have admitted to feeling imposter syndrome, even though they've accomplished so many things in their perspective fields. So if you ever feel like a fraud, you're probably doing something right, and you're probably stepping outside of your comfort zone and growing as a person. And boom, mic drop. <laughs> no, honestly, they're like, I needed to hear that. So I just thought I would share that with you all in case you are currently going through this or maybe in the future you will. Maybe you can look back at these tips. And that's really all I had for this week's episode. I do plan on recording my episode about how I got involved into fashion, how that all became, and how I became an assistant buyer, and just a little synopsis on what that even is. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for tuning in this week. It really means a lot. It's also kind of scary to see the number of people that listen to me talk every other week. I feel like it's I just sit here with my microphone just blobbing away by myself. And it means a lot that this many people care about what I have to say. So just know that you mean a lot to me and I really appreciate you. And my next episode will be in March, which is wild think. So I will talk to you then. Thank you so, so much again and have a great week. Bye.